You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 359, Creating Great Habits. So I'm recording this in uh, towards the end of April, and so we're already, you know, about a quarter of the way into the year, and we've we can kind of start looking and seeing how we're doing on the goals that we set at the beginning of the year. Hopefully you did that. If you didn't, that's a great practice to get into every year. I always write down my goals and review them periodically, and um, I did that recently and was pleasantly uh, surprised in some areas and realized I still have some work to do in others, but uh, I think that's kind of normal, and that's pretty much the way we're, we're all going to approach it. So uh, today I want to talk about creating great habits, and I want to give you my resource highlights real quick because uh, one of my resource highlights um, is, is a phenomenal book on habits. And it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. If you haven't read it, by all means, download it, buy it, order it, whatever you need to do. And some of the material in this podcast, I'm going to be adapting from uh, some of the things that he shares in the book. But just a phenomenal book, one of the um, really top-selling books of the last several years on habits and personal productivity. And I would just encourage you to check it out because I know it's going to help you. Um, the second resource highlight is my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. Um, this, is, uh, this is my book on leadership, but I also deal with management, supervision, uh, goal setting, personal productivity, and I encourage you to check it out. The chapters are short. They're immediately actionable. Click on the link. You can read the first chapter or two for free and see if it might be something you might be interested in. But by all means, check it out. So I want to talk about today, as we talk about creating great habits, I'm going to give you three ideas, three thoughts that will help you form great habits. And, you know, when we're talking about habits, we're talking about good habits and bad habits, and you'll easily see that um, the principles I'm sharing work well for bad habits as well as good habits, but we're, we're talking in the context of creating great habits. And the first thought, the first principle that I want to share with you is the idea of repetition. Repetition. Habits, we form habits based on frequency, not time. I mean, if, if, if I go to the gym once a month, well, there's a level of consistency there. That's a, a level of, of, of repetition, but I'm not sure that it's going to help me that much. That's not the best way to, to create a habit. Um, really, to get the most out of it, I need to go several times a week. So we're talking frequency and not just the, 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 the amount of time itself. 
frequency, we might even say consistency, is very, very important in establishing a habit. Um, even if it's something as simple as saying, uh, I'm going to get out and walk around the parking lot two or three times during my lunch break. Um, that, is, that is a good uh, way to get a habit started because if you do it every day at the same time, um, you're really uh, setting yourself up for success. And, and, and of course, we, we can look at it uh, many different ways in the fitness arena, whatever your preferred fitness um, activity is, uh, frequency, creating that consistency is very, very important. Um, we could say the same thing as Christians in reading the Bible. You know, if I read the Bible once a week, that's better than nothing, but I'm not really creating a habit by doing that. It's something that I need to do every day. Um, several times a week. By doing it several times a week, by saying I'm going to do it every single day, by being consistent, by being repetitive, I'm building a great habit. Uh, saving money. You know, if I just save money occasionally or when I feel like it, I'm probably not going to develop a habit of saving money. But by being consistent, by being frequent, um, by, by you know, having that rep repetitiveness, um, it's going to be much easier to set up that habit. What about having a family dinner? You know, it's, it's almost a thing of the past, right? Everybody's so busy. But what an important thing for every family to do. If I were to, if I were to say, what, what habits um, does your family need to have? And this is one of them. You know, I'd say going to church is a good family habit. Uh, but a family dinner, regular family dinner... Even if it's just a few days a week, you might be so busy, you might not be able to do it every single day. But if you're committed to having a family dinner with everyone around the dinner table, talking about their days, building um, that sense of closeness, then, then you're going to have to be uh, repetitive. You're going to have to build that consistency, and it's going to have to be more than just once a month. It's going to have to be several times a week, or even if you're shooting for every day. Why not? That's a great habit. You know, some people say they need to read more. But if you just pick up the book occasionally or just pick up a, a good magazine occasionally, um, you're not really building the habit. You've got to have the repetition. Same thing with listening to podcasts or audiobook listening, whatever it is. Anything that you want to do to develop yourself on a personal level, there's got to be repetition. There's got to be repetition because the repetition builds muscle memory um, in our minds and, and just in our souls and in our wills, and it's going to help us form those habits. So consistency and repetition go hand in hand, and the, the, the closer that, that frequency is, the much more likely you're going to be successful. So repetition. Number two is a stable context. A stable context. James Clear says if the context is always changing, so is the behavior. You need a reliable environment. Well, what does this mean? What's a stable context? Well, I've got friends who, because of their work schedule, uh, you know, they talk about how they need to get to the gym more, but they're all over the place with their time. Sometimes they go in the morning, sometimes they go at night. And what ends up happening is because the context is not stable, because they're all over the place with their time, it's very easy to make excuses and not go at all. So, so saying, if at all possible, I'm going to go to the gym 
um, you know, when I get off in the evening and, and I'm going to get there by 530 in the evening, I'm going to work out for an hour and, and I'm going to be consistent at that three days a week. Well, that's a that's a stable context. That same time every single day. Uh, I'm going to get up at the same time every morning. This one is 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 I tell you, I'm just again, I'm amazed and, and maybe it's because of, of the uh, <laughs> maybe it's because of Netflix. People don't want to go to bed. But I find I get so much more done when I get to bed at a decent time and I get up at the same time every single day. If I get up at the same time every single day, I can start my day the right way. And it's just building that stable context. So there's the same time, but there's also the same place. Um, you know, I've got, I get up in the morning and I, I get my coffee and then I come sit in my office and I read my Bible. I, I do that every day unless I'm on vacation or traveling. It's the same time, the same place. Um, you know, just having, uh, building that routine is going to help you to, to build the habit. Um, blocking off time in your calendar. You know, it, and this is one of those things that can easily, especially if you're, you're sensitive, you might feel like you're being selfish if you say, that this set time is my time, and I'm not going to take phone calls, I'm not going to answer emails, uh, I'm not going to do anything. It might be your time in the morning, it might be your time in the evening, it might be your time midday, but you block it off in the calendar, and unless it's life or death, if somebody says, hey, can can you go to lunch, uh, you know, today, and you know, that's when you would have to say, no, Wednesdays, I've got something every single day. I've got something every single Wednesday. It's blocked off in my calendar. Well, that might be, um, you know, your time of, of of going to the gym or exercising, or it might be your time uh, which you're reading the Bible or whatever on Wednesdays. But whatever it is, being consistent and then blocking off that time and saying, nope, can't do it. I've, I've got something going on. You're having an appointment with yourself. And look, any of the, 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 the time management gurus, the personal productivity gurus are going to tell you what you schedule gets done. So when I look at my, my day, when I block out my day, there are certain periods of time during the day that are my time. And, you know, whether you're working, whether you're retired, whether you're, you're at home taking care of the kids, you know, obviously we all have, have, have different schedules and different needs and different levels of flexibility. But, but as much as possible, setting up that consistent routine, blocking off time for, for, for yourself, if at all possible. Um, so we're still talking about a stable context um, building, to build our routines, to build our habits. Um, another thing we can do to keep the context stable is we plan for our habit. If it's, I need to go to the gym more, okay, well, the night before, get your gym clothes out. It doesn't sound like much, but, you know, I mean, I've got my gym bag beside the bed, and I'll grab whatever shirt I'm going to wear. i got a pair of shorts laying there. I'll grab my socks. I'll have them beside my gym bag. You know, it's the same stuff I could do in the morning before I go, but just having it out just is kind of getting me in that mindset. Um, you're, you're, you're planning for it. Uh, another way that we can plan for it and create a good habit, we're talking about savings earlier, saving money. If your routine is you save before you pay the bills, you are creating a stable context. If you say, well, I'll pay all the bills and see how much money I have left, 
Well, that's not a stable context because you may or may not end up saving money that month. Um, Pay yourself first. As a Christian, I believe it's pay God, pay myself, and then pay the bills. And in other words, you know, the first part goes to God. There's always that 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 percentage that we give every month, but then there's also money that we save every month, and then we deal with the bills. And, and of course, we're talking about creating habits. This is not the easiest thing to do, and it might not be um, something you can just get started on right away. But you have to start uh, moving in that direction if you want to be consistent and and create great habits. Um, we're talked about having. Uh, dinner with our families several times during the week. Well, you may have to schedule to get home to be able to do that. Uh, That might mean altering your schedule at work. It might mean going in earlier so you can leave earlier. Um, Whatever that looks like, you schedule it, if if at all possible. And you make, uh, again, we talked about blocking off time. Well, Time for, for family dinners is very important, so, so we don't schedule appointments on those evenings. Um, that's the time that we have with our family, and we, we just have to say, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I've got another commitment. So, so again, it's, it's doing, we schedule what's important, what we schedule gets done. And then another, and the last one, we'll move on, talking about a stable context is, um, and again, talking about in the, the, the context of saving money, the same amount every month. You know, if you say 10%, if you say 5%, or you say, I'm going to save $100 this month, I'm going to save 50, I'm going to save 500, whatever whatever you can do, it's different for everybody. But be consistent in the amount. Uh, be consistent, if at all possible, in the amount, and it's going to help you create that stable context. So we've talked about, we're talking about creating great habits. We talked about repetition, the importance of consistency and uh, building that, that frequency, not the, the time itself, and then also stable context, creating um, the, the, the same time, the same place. We're blocking off time in the calendar. And then the third thing we can do to create great habits is we, we utilize the aspect of positive emotional uh, content. Positive emotional content. If something feels good, if we enjoy it, we're going to want to repeat it. Um, this idea of positive reinforcement. This is why I'm always amazed at the beginning of the year. You know, somebody comes into the gym. They haven't been in years and years and years. They come in. They work hard for an hour and a half. And then the next day they can't move. And they say, oh, that hurts. I'm not going to do that again. Instead of coming in and saying, you know, I haven't been here in a while, let me uh, let me loosen up a little bit on the treadmill, let me do a few machines, let me keep it keep it a simple workout, maybe twenty or thirty minutes, and you you start building that routine in. That way, when you leave, it was positive. You enjoyed it. It didn't take up your entire day. You're not dying of pain the next day. There might be a little discomfort, but it's not horrible. Um, another aspect of positive reinforcement in the area of fitness is you say something like, you know, when I drop this pant size, you know, my goal is to drop a pant size. Well, when I drop a pant size, I'm going to go shopping for new clothes. When I drop that 10 pounds or that 15 pounds, I'm going to go buy some new clothes. That's positive reinforcement that gets us in the right frame of mind. Um, another thing that we can do is sharing our habit 
and our success at creating that habit with a trusted friend. It might be something as simple as saying, hey, listen, I just wanted to share something that, 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 that I've been working on, and um, I've been able to read my Bible every single day for the last month. That is a huge accomplishment. And when you share that with your, your, the, the friend who's going to appreciate that, again, you're going to get positive reinforcement. Um, this is a powerful thing. When you've got a friend who, um, you know, you can talk about, hey, listen, you know, I've always struggled with, with trying to drop weight, but I've been consistently going to the gym three times a week for the last two months. That's amazing. And when you share that with the right friend, they're going to give you that positive reinforcement that you need. Um, another way, we talked about, talked about savings. When you begin to see that money in your savings account grow, because listen, all of us should have that emergency fund, that emergency reserve set aside. I mean, sure, we want to have money saved for, for vacations, but most people don't even have an emergency fund set aside that if you know something traumatic were to happen, they couldn't deal with it. They just have to max out their credit card. So when we begin to see our savings accounts grow, when we begin to see that reserve fund grow, um, it's going to create positive emotions in our lives. And, you know, we talked about having family dinners and the importance of that. Um, how do we create positive emotions around that? Well, these are not the times that we want to argue about stuff. If you're the parents and you feel like you've got to confront your kids about things or, you know, this is not the time to do it. If you want to create positive emotion, you have to create great interaction around the table. These are not the times we bring up the negative things. These are probably not the times to talk about report cards if, 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 if one of your kids is struggling. Do that at another time. We want them to associate family dinners with great times of interaction. How can we do that? Well, you know, one of the things my adult children do with their children, my grandchildren, is we'll sit around and, you know, they'll sit around the table and, and, and they'll ask one of the kids, they'll say, hey, listen, what was your favorite part of your day? Or what did you do today that was fun? Or, you, know, you, see, you see where I'm going. We're asking open-ended questions where the kids are able to tell something positive, something they did that day that they enjoyed and that was fun. And then the kid has to ask somebody else, whether it's their brother, their sister, their uh, mom or dad, whatever. And then they'll say, what was your favorite part of the day? And it allows the adults to share some of their parts of their lives with their children that they might not even know about or understand. And so it creates, again, we're talking about creating great habits, but we do that by creating positive emotions. You see where I'm going with that? Too often at the dinner table, we want to argue about things or discuss things that, 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 that you know, might bring some tension. Instead, let's keep it light. Let's keep it fun. Let's create positive emotion so that the kids, as they get older, are going to want to have those great times with us around the table. So I'm going to stop there. Just a quick recap. We're talking about creating great habits. Repetition, which we can also say consistency. Uh, creating a stable context, the same time, the same place. Planning for it. Putting putting that time in the calendar, blocking it off, um, and then positive emotions. We want to create positive reinforcement in our own minds and in the minds of those that we're working with, our families and others that we're creating um, these habits with. 
So these are a few thoughts. Maybe you can think of some more. I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or a comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Check out my uh, my resources. I mentioned uh, James Clear's book, uh, Atomic Habits. Phenomenal book. Also check out my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond, the 2.0 version. And I will look forward to seeing you next week on Leading and Learning.